Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. Hey, everyone. Joey Valancourt here today with a new episode. And today we're going to focus on how to optimize your landing pages to skyrocket conversions for influencer traffic. We're going to talk about a few different versions of what I'd consider influencer traffic and really how you need to tweak things. The reason why I love to do these podcast episodes is because I get inspired. I'm passionate about marketing and copywriting and sharing what's working and what I'm learning because it's just really interesting to me at least. And if you're into this podcast, hopefully it's interesting to you. I have the good fortune of having amazing conversations with people in the industry. And today I had a great conversation with Mark Joyner. He's the founder and CEO of Simpleology as well as an OG in the industry. He's got an extensive background and he's pretty much the guy who apparently invented the tracking pixel. So I'll let the debate continue on if that's true or not, not to say that Mark is fibbing us or not, but I don't want to open that conversation. But the point is through that conversation, I've realized just how much I've learned over the course of probably seven years working with influencers specifically, um, but just over the course of 15 years on how to really manipulate your landing page based on the traffic sources that are coming in. And if this sounds like a little bit out there, I'll try to break it down into simple forms. I'm going to focus on three different different types of businesses today. We're going to focus on a brick and mortar business. We're going to focus on a person who might just have an e-commerce site and who's looking to get influencer traffic. And we're going to focus on the third one, which is direct response people who might have long form sales letters. So each of them are very powerful versions of sales letters and landing pages that you can use but they're not all applicable depending on what traffic sources are coming in. So I'll explain a little bit of that. The bottom line is though, your landing pages need to be harmonized to your audiences. I know it's stating the obvious. And for those of you who are well advanced, you know this, but if you've never manipulated your landing page based on your traffic, you're missing out. And I guarantee if you've never done these things and you start to do them, you're going to see probably an increase of 300 to 500% in your conversions. And that's, a pretty bold claim, but I've actually seen it through experience. We've went from 3% conversions on average to upwards of 20 to 25% with certain traffic sources. Okay. So I'm going to back this up with some real case studies throughout this example. But the first thing I want to introduce you to is the first power move of today's episode. And for those of you who've been listening in, Partner Up Profits Power Move <laughs> is basically an idea to connect better with partners or in your personal life with people. This isn't just a business thing. This could also be with your spouse, with your wife, your boyfriend, et cetera, or just your friends. So I always like to think of something that's worked for me in the past or something I've heard recently that you could apply to your life today. So today's power move, it was also inspired by, I'm a big fan of the show Seinfeld. For those of you who don't know in the 90s, I'm also showing my age a little bit here, but I used to love the show Seinfeld. I think it was the greatest show that taught us how to apply common sense. <laughs> and I think it should actually be within our education system as an actual educational course. But besides the point, there's a character called George Costanza. And I remember specifically, there was an episode where he said that he prepped cliff notes to talk with his parents. So he had a lot of 
hey, you were right about this. And hey, I actually did look into that. And by the way, thanks for that info. And he'd prepare these talking notes to his parents and ended up his parents didn't want to talk to him at the end of it. And it was all for nothing. But check out the episode. It's really cool. It's my favorite show. Besides the point, though, back to the power move. Here's the thing. Before you hop on a call with somebody, again, stating the obvious, but who are they? If this is a brand new person, you should be doing some research. At the very least, Google them, find out what they're about if you don't already know, especially if they're the one who booked the call with you. That's a big thing. Even how to pronounce her last name or how to pronounce her name. What's something they've recently done? What's one notable thing? Could you buy their book? Could you buy their course? Could you do something that shows that you showed a genuine interest? And you should be showing genuine interest too. This isn't just like fake things. It's things that these are prompts to help you develop stronger bonds. Okay. And the other thing too, that is related is if you had a conversation with somebody prior to this new call, you're booking, was there something they said that resonated with you that you then went and applied? Or was there a piece of advice that you used and it got you a great result? Lead the conversation with that. Start, hey, John, just want to first give you props on the thing you told me last call. I tried it. It worked. Thank you for that. Little things like that. It just shows that you're remembering and you're taking action on what their advice has been. So try that partner up power move. <laughs> Hopefully it works for you. Now let's get back to the topic for today. Again, how to optimize your landing page to skyrocket conversions for influencer traffic. Here's a story. When we started with influencer traffic, I knew nothing about it. Uh, I came from a direct response marketing background. So I had a lot of affiliates sending to long form sales letters or virtual sales letters, also known as VSLs. Think of a video that tells a story that sells you on a product. So it's essentially taking a long form and compiling it into a very short video, or it could be 10 to 20 minutes. So those are all out there, but they weren't applicable to some new traffic sources. So here's how it started. We did a few tests with influencers and podcast advertisers. So people were directing traffic from a podcast ad or a podcast interview, or an influencer was recommending a product. And I drove them to the traditional e-com site. So if you go somewhere and it's just the SKUs and the products are laid out, that site converted around two to 3% on average for that traffic source. Then we tried product description pages, meaning it went to the sub-level of the e-com page where it goes strictly to the product page and the description page. That went up to 5%, which is better. And then we tried long-form sales letters, meaning the long 20, 25 pages where it was like an absurd story, but hopefully it's ethical and compliant. That worked, but it wasn't really like people were thrown off by it. It's what is this? And it didn't fit the influencer model specifically, especially with podcasts, because it just, you have, there's reasons we'll go into in a second, but it just, it didn't work. So what I did was I invented something called the hybrid harmonization framework, which is a combination of the e-commerce style page or product description page with a bit of long form and some dynamic hero insertions, meaning I took the, the author, the influencer, or the person directing the podcast and put their image, their code, and harmonized the page to them. That's a lot more work, but at the very least, you should be doing some sort of cross hybrid of an e-com page and a long form sales letter. That's one strategy that we're going to get into. But again, it has to do all with the entry point of the audience and the customer. All right, so let's get into it now. Again, this hopefully will increase your conversions from three to 5% up to 20% sometimes, depending on your traffic sources. 
but I guarantee you're going to see a lift if you start to take some of this advice. So again, our three categories here are brick and mortar businesses, direct response, long form sales products, or e-commerce sites. There's some questions that I will always ask, and I recommend you ask yourself through the process here. Whenever you're thinking of launching with an influencer campaign, whether it's social, YouTube, podcast, they are all different entry points and different frames of mind of the customer and the person behind the screen. Remember, they're not there to look for products. So it's really important that what they see is relevant to where they're at in either their journey or in their day or what device they're on. So here's some questions. Question one, what are these people doing when they see the message, whether it's an ad or whether it's a video, what's the interrupt and where are they at? What device are they on? Are they on a tablet, mobile device, their desktop? Those are all different people because if I'm on a desktop, I've got a big screen, I've got time, I can scroll. If I'm on a mobile device, it's probably because I'm either bored in front of a TV or I'm just like passing time. So th there's really some key things there and how you present the page is really important. How much trust is established already between the customer and the author or influencer? How much priming has been done before they see the sales page or the landing page? And how compelling does the offer need to be? Those are some key questions to ask yourself. So let's go through three different platforms related to influencers right now and start to apply some of this logic. And I'm just going to give you some feedback as we go through live on this podcast here. Number one, social platforms, including Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, anything else that comes out that is a social platform people are scrolling through. Okay. There's different attention spans for each of these. And I'm not here to give you specific breakdown of exactly what those attention spans are. But I have heard recently that frames and attention spans dwindle around one to two seconds, meaning that people lose that attention and they have to keep scrolling or they have to have some sort of interrupt happen to keep them interested. So if you're advertising or you're trying to push out a promotion to social influencers on Instagram, TikTok, on these social platforms, here's some key things. Go through the questions, right? So what are these people doing when they see the message? Most of them on average are going to be on their mobile device scrolling, right? They're just looking to pass the time, pass the boredom, et cetera, get those dopamine hits, whatever it is. Okay. They have a shorter attention span. They're not there to buy a product necessarily. So it needs to be aggressive and the offer presentation page, et cetera, needs to be mobile friendly. If you've ever been interested in leveling up in partnership marketing, including affiliate and influencer marketing, as well as developing stronger partnerships and making better connections, then I want to invite you to check out PartnerUpProfits.com. It's a passion project dedicated to helping you simplify your business and personal life by giving you access to done-for-you templates, blueprints, and systems related to partnership marketing that you can instantly start to use and see results from. I've always been a systems guy, and the beauty of systems is that it takes the guesswork out of the process and gives you a plan that you can use immediately while saving you time and effort. So you'll get access to free training and courses on everything partnership marketing related to level up your knowledge. And because I have a soft spot for the boots on the ground folks out there who are expected to get more done in less time using less money, the systems I'm giving you are based on a bootstrap budget so you don't need to spend thousands of dollars right out of the gate. Just go to partnerupprofits.com and sign up through my free course to get my productivity toolbox, which includes templates for scorecards, objective planning, relationship tracking templates, 
productivity hacks, opportunity calculators, time blocking templates, and a whole bunch more cheat sheets being added regularly that will totally transform you into a partnership marketing expert and productivity ninja. You can also get access to the Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing course that has over two hours of content where I'll teach you the right way to start working with influencers, including how to outreach, prospect, and close deals and start developing more partnerships and building your influencer army. Go to partneruppprofits.com and get access now. All right. So you need to have some sort of ad that doesn't necessarily advertise a product all the time. That's usually an inconspicuous way to introduce it. So start with an intrigue. The other way to do it is a free product giveaway, something that gets attention and it's like an impulse buy. Recommendation on this one for the landing page. I would do a hybrid direct response page. So basically, if you look at it from a Google Docs perspective or a Microsoft document, around five to six pages of what I would call copy, copywriting. So if you were to put that into a document, that's the amount of pages it would be. So you're going to start with a combination of an e-com product description page. You're going to make it shorter. You're going to have some benefit-driven points based on the product. You're going to have some testimonials some guarantees, a straight up call to action, meaning like what they can buy at the top of the page or close to it, top of fold. And you should be including some sort of ethical bribe or some sort of BOGO, buy one, get one free, gift with purchase, something that makes it an impulse buy. And I wouldn't try to sell really high ticket items here. At the very least, you could sell some lower skew products or just have some opt-ins that leads them to something later that they can check out through email, et cetera. So really important and make sure your mobile is optimized because a lot of times I've seen pages that aren't mobile friendly and you're trying to sell people on social and the conversions are going to show, especially if you're tracking this really skewed results from desktop conversions and mobile conversions. So that's number one, number two, email traffic. So again, go through the questions here. What are these people doing when they see the message? If I'm checking my email, I could be on my mobile device and I could just be passing the time, et cetera, clear my inbox. But what if I'm on a desktop? Maybe I've got a big screen. I have the opportunity to look and read and digesting a long form sales letter of 20, 30, 40 pages is more doable because I can use my mouse. I can read, it's bigger. All those things are applicable. So in this case, for email traffic, you could do all the tactics I just shared in the social platforms, but specifically, here's your opportunity to really leverage the long form sales letters. So think about email traffic too. If it's an email affiliate, you need to catch your attention, then basically sell the click in the email. So the subject gets the open, the email itself is there to sell the click, and then the click to the website, the website's there to do the selling. So they're not there at that point to buy the product. And rarely will you see that work unless there's an established relationship or product relationship built with that customer already. You have to let the page do the selling. So in this case, I do recommend long form sales letters and they will work or a VSL virtual sales letter in that case. And think of this really, I like the, the analogy of helping somebody quit smoking. Yes, it's a lot of convincing and persuasion, persuasion but it's a good thing, especially if you have a great product, which by the way, hint, hint, you shouldn't be doing anything that's non-compliant and selling to people that doesn't do anything. So definitely um, keep this in mind. Long form does work. I wouldn't be sending to an e-com style page again, unless this is like the fifth, 10th, 15th point of contact in the marketing journey. If this is the lead into a brand new offer, definitely long form is the way to go. 
So that is a distinction between social influencers versus email traffic. Very key that it still does work, but on the rare occasions you have an influencer campaign, I don't recommend sending to a long form sales letter. You could try it, but ultimately I would always put it to a hybrid harmonized framework, which is a combination of long form and product description page or an e-com style page. Now, podcast traffic. Podcast traffic is a really interesting one and it's probably the hardest point of entry. So the barrier of entry for podcasts requires cash for the most part, if you're doing podcast ads, if you're doing interviews, that's that might be a free interview or it might be just, you have to pay for the interview too. I've seen that as well, but I would say the podcast is very different. Think of podcasters. Okay. Think of it. If you're listening to a podcast or you're a fan of podcasts, you're listening to something for anywhere from 20, 30, 60 to two hours. If you're listening to like Joe Rogan <laughs> or two plus hours, you are basically leveraging an audience that is tuned in, that loves this podcaster, will do anything that they say for the most, if they have a loyal following, it's like whatever they recommend, they're going to want to buy. So there's very little selling you need to do on the sales page. And in this case, you could technically send to a straight up, Hey, here's the product, buy it because you have that strong endorsement. All right. But I'd still recommend go through the questions. So again, I'm listening to a podcast. I might be in my car. I might be doing dishes or I might be completely tuned in or just maybe have something else on the background. So there's a high level of attention though, an extreme level of influence. So e-com could work, but hybrid harmonization is still the recommended route. Again, Hybrid harmonization is the hero image at the top of the influencer. So the influencer who's recommended the product, you're putting their picture at the top. You're also dynamically inserting either testimonials from that influencer, coupon codes related to the influencer, and anything that's going to make it look like a co-branded campaign. And you don't have to go that deep on this, but at the very least, strategic coupon code with that influencer is really powerful an exclusive offer that's not just your generic percent off, and maybe it's an exclusive gift for that particular crowd or for podcasts in general. But this is a very lucrative space if you get the prospecting right and you get on the right shows. So that's for podcast traffic. And again, to reiterate and go back, recap here, social platforms, you need to get their attention. They're not there to buy. It needs to be a mobile-friendly device or mobile-friendly presentation of the page. And you need to incentivize them with an impulse buy. So think of lower entry points for pricing or buy one, get one freeze or some sort of ethical bribe, and then get them into a customer journey that you can sell them bigger packages. Email traffic, long form VSLs are definitely the top pick for me. Hybrid harmonization might work, especially if you're dealing with somebody who has a bit of a personality as opposed to a faceless brand emailing people. Podcast traffic, high level of influence. You could just send them to a product page with an add to cart. And they would probably buy, but I have seen probably like a hundred percent conversion boost. If you do send them to a hybrid harmonized page. Okay. Now, when does your shop site work? So if you do have a shop site, it's not to say that you can't send people to it. I just recommend different pages for different traffic sources. So at the top, you have your shop or e-com page. Okay. The place that everyone can go back to and get products and top off and add more products from your catalog. That works really well for people that have already bought your product. And then think of if you have interviews or like podcasts or webinars, et cetera, and even YouTube long form affiliates, 
where you, if you have an, a place where people are already providing education, so webinars are great. You have 60 minutes with their audience and you're teaching them something. Then you don't have to do a lot of work on a sales page to convince them to buy. They're already sold once they're at the end of the webinar or through the process, right? Same thing with a podcast interview. You have them for 60 to 120 minutes. If they're going to your page, nothing's going to change their mind. Maybe if there's no reviews or just a one star and it's peppered with, I hate this product. So you probably shouldn't be sending that page and probably get rid of that review altogether. And then YouTube, if you have affiliates doing like really great videos and YouTube is definitely going to be exploding in my opinion, number one, the long tail effect of YouTube, especially organic YouTube, meaning like these videos are living on and it's not a dynamic placement of an ad. That is huge because number one, yes, the videos do live on, but these people are doing creative content. It's video is visually appealing. And again, it's taking edutainment, edutainment, education and entertainment combined together. And it's really powerful at selling things, especially if they do it right. So those are some quick and easy strategies to implement. The action step that I recommend is take an inventory of the pages you currently have, and then go back and start to think of who are the people promoting. And if you want to start to do influencer marketing or more affiliate marketing or YouTube, et cetera, start to put the pieces together of the puzzle and see if you have what it takes to go that route. And if not, start to strategize with your marketing team and your developers, and even bring in somebody who's a mobile specialist for design to make something really look good for mobile presentation. Because again, one thing, one last thing I'll mention, one little bonus tip, when you're reviewing your funnels, don't always review on your desktop, take out your phone. How does it look on your phone? How does it feel on your phone? What's the process feel like? Is there friction based on what you're seeing on your desktop? That's been a big game changer. And I always recommend doing that going forward. And one other thing, if you're setting up split tests, set up separate split tests for both your desktop and your mobile data, because again, those two journeys and those two behaviors are very different. So action step, go through, audit what you have, audit what you want to do and start to see where you need to fill in the gaps. All right. Till next time. Hopefully you got a lot from this episode and look forward to the next one. Take care. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerofprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.